ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 182nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to title this one, Throw a Parade for Austin Hooper because he's a goner. The former third-round pick out of Stanford in 2016 has caught 214 passes for 2,225 yards for a 10.5 average, 16 touchdowns over his career. He went to the Pro Bowl twice as an alternate, and he is going to be allowed to test the free agency market. How did this happen? Well, the Falcons, uh, you know, drafted well, and at some point they started paying people, and uh, at some point they were going to run out of salary cap space. So uh, they don't have $10 million a year for Austin Hooper, who's a, a major contributor to the team, running the crossing routes underneath to that uh, allows him to get open, uh, you know, with a lot of coverage going towards Julio Jones and so forth. So he's done a good job uh, in his career here after a slow start. He was a junior eligible. He matured a little bit over his time here, but he definitely developed as a player. Uh, but they're going to allow him, linebacker Devondre Campbell, and guard Russ Schweitzer to test the free agency market. And it's my understanding and my teachings that normally when you let people test the market, they don't usually come back. Certainly productive players, they'll find a suitor out there. And, uh, you know, the streets talk up here in Indianapolis. We're up here for the combine. We spoke to Thomas Dimitrov. We're going to hear from him and Dan Quinn today. Uh, you know, the streets already talking. Uh, the Patriots, uh, Jacksonville, Baltimore. No, Baltimore wasn't on the list, but I started making a list. I had the three in the story there already. Dallas. Dallas and, um, you know, Dallas is definitely one with Witten leaving. Then uh, I added Washington, Jacksonville, and Carolina. And the Patriots are potential landing spots for Austin Hooper. So the streets are already talking. He'll find a home, maybe not the $10 million a year, but more than what the Falcons can pay. Now, the only hope for the Falcons is uh, they're trying to get this CBA through. They're trying to push it through. Uh, they want to get it done. And a lot of teams want to get it done because uh, they want to be in a stable place going into their TV contract negotiations. But they're asking the players for a lot. The 17 games um, is a big thing for the players. I know that, hey, uh, I talked to – I went to the NFLPA meeting in, in Miami and – 
the players are like, if they want us to play 17 games, we need everything. Talk to Richard Sherman at the Super Bowl. He's one of the guys. Russell Ocone, those are names you all hear as these negotiations unfold. I don't think it's going to be a quick fix. Uh, Falcons are going to be in a bind. They're not going to be able to use their June 1 designations. This contract's not getting done anytime soon. They met tonight, uh, left with no comment from both sides. Uh, they've been meeting for 10 months, and uh, to me, that's the early stages of the deal. Let's, the bottom line is, hey, when are they going to lock the players out if they want to if they want to drop dead deal date? Uh, and, and we don't know that. They're trying to negotiate it where it doesn't go to the extremes, but uh, they're under contract for next season. For sure, and then uh, they're trying to get the new deal in place so they can go get the TV money. But not knowing what the TV money, why would the players enter into a deal? You know, and what percentage is, is proper for them? So they have valid points. Uh, yes, the rank and file would get a hundred thousand dollar raise. You know, forty nine to thirty to to that kind. The owners are counting on the guys that are, you know, on the low bottom totem pole uh, voting for this deal. If it gets to a rank and file vote, they might pass it. But the Supreme Council of the NFLPA is not letting it get through. Thusly, the Falcons don't have any money, can't sign Austin Hooper, can't cut players, and then designate the money over two years. So they're just up against their $4.9 million cap uh, with all they have left. So Hooper is headed for free agency at this point. Devondre Campbell and Wes Weiser to a lesser degree. So, with that, I'm saying throw a parade for Austin Hooper. Wish him the best. Maybe he goes to New England. Maybe he goes to Washington, Jacksonville, Carolina. Hmm, I would pick New England more than likely. Uh, Dallas, what about that? Uh, replace, replace Jason Witten. And, and Green Bay was the other team. Yes, Green Bay was the other team. Ooh, it would be pretty cold up there for the Californian boy if he went to Green Bay. But my teachings tell me that once you let a player test the market, they're already mad. You heard him being kind of chippy at the end of the season. Well, I don't have an offer from the team. Um, you heard him down at the Pro Bowl where they haven't made me an offer. So uh, if they haven't made him an offer, it certainly isn't $10 million. And, uh, you know, so he's in a situation where he's going to get to test the market. The team wants to set the market value for him, Coleman, and Wes Schweitzer before they do anything. And they, they don't know how much money they have because um, of the pending CBA. So he goes test the market, doesn't get what he wants. Then you, you give him $6 million, He comes back. And you, you got a disgruntled guy in your locker room. Who wants that? I mean, you're talking about the brotherhood and playing uh, together. And uh, their, their buzzwords here today was supposed to be connect, connectness or connectiveness, or it should have been connectivity, uh, and focus. They felt that's what got the, uh, the team turned around last year. But whatever. Uh, you got disgruntled guys in your locker room, they're mad because they're only making $6 million, not 10 or $2 million, not 4 or $4 million, not 6 uh, not good. Not going to happen. You better let them go and just replace them as best you can. Move that money to the defensive line and keep it moving. Uh, I would move it to Robert Quinn. He's going to be the best option for him. It's not going to be anybody in the draft. It's not going to be anybody in free agency. 
Uh, Robert Quinn's the guy. That's who you get. So say farewell to Austin Hooper. You know, they're saying they're still talking. He might come back. They don't want to close the door, but they're closing the door and don't even know it. Uh, you know, even if he goes out in the market and doesn't get an offer he likes, uh, or the Falcons can get in the neighborhood, he's going to be like, well, hey, y'all didn't take care of me. Y'all didn't call me a Falcon for life, you know, so forth and so on. So he might just go and go to Green Bay and, and try to play with Aaron Rodgers for a couple years and, uh, you know, see if he can help them get a title up there in Title Town. But that's where we're at here at the Combine. Austin Hooper, I'm going ahead and call it. He's out of here. Um, and we're going to hear the uh, response here from Thomas Dimitrov breaking the news here at the Combine. You know, of course, I asked the first question, and I said, I want to get right to the point. I want to hear about all these buzzwords and uh, the connectiveness and so forth and so on. But. Uh, so right away, because we hadn't got any roster news, they put us off at the Senior Bowl. Well, we did two after Super Bowl. Uh, so we've been trying to talk to him for the last 10 days. Hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Um, we'll see you at the Combine. So we see you at the Combine. Let's hope, you know, let's hear something. So they finally told us they're at least going to let him go to free agency because they can't do any deals because they don't have any money and there's not a CBA. So that's where we're at. Here is, let me get Dimitrov. He's got an opening statement. Then we're going to listen to his response to my question about the pending free agents. So I believe it is changing. It's not, they're not just, it's not just a flash in the pan element. You know, you're getting guys as we. Okay, we got to go back to the I'll beginning. Be to Here we go. Did you try to turn my <laughs> Did I really? <laughs> no, no, he didn't do that. Hey, look, um, obviously Dan and I have been working very close to this offseason already. A lot of focus on a lot of areas. It's been really, really busy. Um, a lot of thoughtful discussion between our coaching staff and our personnel staff. And you all know how important that is to us. We continue to, to kind of be in that world as well. Of course, we have other things like, you know, uh, uh, certain CBA that we're, we're monitoring. And, and so we have a lot going on. And we, uh, we feel like we're very directed and, and focused on what we need to do. So we're here. And, and obviously, this is many for me, probably 30-plus combines. So looking forward to sitting down there and doing what, what makes me happy. And that's finding new players for, for the Falcons. Open up. Oh, yeah. Um, Thomas, um... The, the fans want to know if there are any updates with uh, regards to the roster. We saw the Vic Beasley news, um, Austin Hooper, Devondre Campbell, um, seen stuff on Devontae Freeman. Where can you update us on the roster, given the backdrop of the CBA that, you know, would affect some things for you? Right. I mean, so right now where we are with, with uh, you know, Austin and, and Devondre and uh, Wes Schweitzer, are, we're, we're those three individuals, uh, we've talked to them, we've had good discussions, and, and um, we are, uh, after all is said and done, we're, we're going to uh, let them get to the market to you know, find out where, them, where they are in the market. That's a really important piece for both parties. Of course, we want them back, and we'll continue to, to negotiate with those players, um, but it's imperative that we see what the market holds for them, so um, that'll gauge how we approach it. As you know, we have a, 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 a salary cap situation that we're monitoring closely, and, um, and that's important for us to know exactly where we feel the market is before we make any uh, very solid uh, offers and, and discussions. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, as far as making agreements on uh, compensation. Was there a thought uh, to use the franchise tag on either of those three? Uh, I think we, we talk about franchise tags, of course, as part of the discussion. We haven't made any decisions on that at all, but it's still, it's still in uh, consideration. Well, there it is, Falcons, Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov telling us that Austin Hooper, Devon Drake Campbell, and Wes Schweitzer are going to be headed to the uh, free agency market. He dodged my question about Devontae Freeman. Uh, he's possibly one of the salary cap uh, pretentious. I know they weren't happy with um, his production last year, 3.6 yards of carry. We did talk to Dan Quinn about, hey, he's only 28. Uh, so, you know, they might try to get him back at their price. Uh, but, yeah, that's certainly an issue. Here is Dan Quinn. We're going to listen to him. Uh, we got some um, from his opening statements, just a couple opening things, and then we got some stuff from all outside of the podium here for you from the NFL Combine. Here's Coach Dan Quinn. You know, stream of our teams, and so getting the right guys, the right connection, uh, that's a big deal. So, man, am I pumped to be here and uh, get a chance to meet these guys. There's a bunch of them, and I know you guys have covered them a lot. Oh, uh, yeah, Coach, uh, what, what area, you know, pass rush is your, your, your thing. Uh, what, what about the pass rush group here? And since you all let Vic go, it's, uh, you know, you're going to be making some changes in that area. For sure, and uh, I think that's one topic, um, you know, for we'll talk about it in 20 and 25. And probably 30. 30 and 35. And, um, and the reason being is like there's a couple of positions you better not, you better always have enough. And so that's the pass rush and guys who can play outside and guard and defend at corner. So those two positions, although they're a lot different, you better have both of them because how do you play better on third down and how do you play better against the passing game? You have to rush to affect the quarterback and you also have ways to match up and deny guys, you know, with different chances. So those two positions specifically, you know, guys. We're going to the market as free agents. Um, what are your concerns if you're not able to get them back? Well, I think there's a lot of things going on now. And you guys are all with the two in terms of the CBA and the agreement and how that affects a number of things if you're planning down the road. But uh, the three of those guys that you spoke about, uh, you know, with Hoop and Dre in front of it, they've had a significant role on our team, you know, over the last few years. Talking about the amount of tackles for Devondre and 75 catches or so, even with Hoop missing a few games. So knowing how to feature players in their specific roles, that's important. And so how do you get them? Sometimes it's from within your own team. You know, you've developed somebody, you drafted somebody, you're ready to do that. If you have to sometimes get a chance to re-sign those guys and, you know, stay in the current role or with draft or free agency. So the good news is um, there's still any, you know, any the conversations, you know, with the team. But uh, a lot, you know, will be decided, you know, over the next month. As it relates to the... Yeah, there he is. They're clearly hoping the CBA gets done, and I can't blame them because uh, you'll get some money. The cap will go up even higher. Um, they they can uh, move around. They can uh, 
extrapolate money over years. Uh, a lot of things the Falcons have, have built a team on or come into play with a, a new CBA. If they're stuck, that's the plan we got to look at. If they're stuck at 4.9 and then they got to make cuts to get down and get the rookie class in, then to go get somebody else. Uh, could get really, really messy. Them won't be the only three players going. Those don't even save you any money on the cap. Uh, so you can go look at the highest played guys who you could take money from. The, well, you can't really take the money and spread it as signing bonus now because there's no CBA. That's why they're stuck. So we're going to have an interesting offseason. Uh, maybe, you know, Hooper's people understand that and they're willing to go along and chill until the money gets right and, and return. But um, as it stands, with him going to free agency, he's a goner. He's not coming back. We're going to stay with that for now here in February. But let's hear some more Dan Quinn. Of course, you know, when he gets done, we um, he goes to do uh, NFL Network and uh, – the Mid-Trial winner did pro football talk. I didn't go with him. I had to stay with Coach Dan. But uh, here is uh, Coach Dan away from the podium discussing in depth with the local reporter some more issues about the Falcons. Ocean breeze. Tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. What about your connection with Devontae? And of course, we know this is a business, okay? There's still discussion. We're talking about Devontae Freeman here and whether he's coming back and what the communication has been with him. Because uh, Dimitrov dodged that question earlier. He plays with it's like infectious, you know. And so that's free, you know, and that's what we say, like that's free. So uh, I love him, you know, communicate with him. And uh, seeing him going through the injuries was hard, you know, because I know how much he loves football. And so for him to come back, and I know he missed, you know, one game, but like seeing him come back and healthy and do his thing, like that made me so pumped because I know how much he puts into it and uh, the impact that he has on the team. So I love him. At age 28, um, you know, usually 30 is the running back number. Right. Or that factor in that, hey, he still should have, you know, might be something, you know, he should have something left. For you know what, I think it's, uh, it's proven to be a number that, uh, for that position, I know trying to prove wrong, and Frank Gore, he's saying the same. Right, he's on it. Check me out. <laughs> he's still showing he can. But mm-hmm. I think, and I hope as we're getting going, we'll start pushing it a little bit more, you know, like mm-hmm. the way that the guys are training is better, the way, you know, mm-hmm. we're looking for some hopeful those 30 then turn into 31, you know, just mm-hmm. the quarterback number seems to be rising and I'm hopeful there'll be some other positions that go too. But, uh, you know, you always, you know, kind of look at the tape and say, mm-hmm. where's the player at today? Mm-hmm. And so I think Creed um, showed the explosiveness, you know, that he has that uh, he definitely, you know, is not into uh, a declining part of his game. And injury-wise, we we saw Keanu update, yep. and uh, I guess Ricardo had posted his surgery, and Sanat posted a surgery. Uh, where are you at injury-wise? Well, Keanu being a big one. Then. Yeah, for sure. Uh, working really hard, you know, to, to put in the work to get there. The hard part about with Achilles, the first part of it is quiet. Mm-hmm. I think you guys know that. In the ACL, you get going right away. And so now that he's able to, you know, begin the running portion and that, that's a big deal for him. And so the strength is right. Now it's a matter of, you know, putting in the miles, so to speak, you know, for him to build up this much volume, this much volume. And, um, 
him or any of the guys. They were going to do the best thing to make sure we get them back when they're healthiest, not earlier. Uh, and uh, you talked about maybe practicing with a partner in the offseason. Yep. Uh, where, where are you all at or that? Well, talking to people up here yeah, about so that? Yeah, I can give you the, a little bit of the process. Um, so when you turn that in, you put in some requests mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, when you put in, you know, asking about, you know, from the scheduling side. So we've definitely reached out to some teams. And if those moments come up, um, you know, we'd certainly be interested in doing mm-hmm. it. So now we kind of got to wait for the league and say, all right, this is the day, this is the game, and, mm-hmm. you know. It's funny with the schedule, especially in the preseason, pre-season. concerts and all sorts of stuff that you think of. And so, track and pools. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce, <laughs> concerts, track and pools, whatever, you know. But, like, all of the factors in and there's... Yeah, there it is. Three things there. Freeman. Discussions are ongoing. And, and I'm thinking those discussions are about taking a pay cut. Because that's the way we can bring him back. And uh, an incentive-laden deal to... to uh, See if he can recapture his glory. He's only 28. Makes sense. That's the only thing that makes sense. Cutting him doesn't really make sense. Uh, paying him $8 million doesn't make sense either, but we said that a long time ago. Keanu Neal update. He talked about the Achilles. Dodged the questions on the other injuries. Uh, uh, Ricardo, Deidre Sonat, also tax shoulders, the ones we know about. Uh, Achilles, we did a 10-year study on that, going back to Beerman, Brett Grimes, and all of the experts say, you know, that first year is, you know, you can get them back. But, you know, and then some of them, Weatherspoon, you know, get them back and something else goes wrong. Um, you know, the first year is not the best year. Like, Ricardo Allen should be fine this year. Last year was just out there doing the best he could. Same thing with Keanu Neal. They just want to get him back on the field somewhere. They'll figure out where he can play later. If they got to use him in three safety packages, linebacker, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, get the kid healthy. What a great kid. Hopefully it uh, works out for him and gets back. Practice partner definitely reached out to some teams. So it would be the teams they play in the exhibition season more than likely. Uh, Jacksonville, uh, no direct connections other than Caldwell, David Caldwell. Uh, and they play Miami every year, too. That would be uh, Brian Flores and Dimitrov in a uh, Patriots uh, type deal, uh, but yeah, that's those are three things there: Freeman, Keanu Neal, and practice partners. They're definitely uh, looking at that, and you submit something to the league. You reach out to other teams, and uh, they've done that. Now we got a little bit more Dan Quinn here, and we're gonna wrap it up here with the 182nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, just another minute and eight of Coach Dan going through the whole Tack McKinley rigmarole, uh, which, you know, I kind of played a part in because I just asked, hey, did y'all not do it? Uh, Dimitrov had already said that they hadn't made a decision, and Quinn said that they weren't going to do it, and then he, you know, he didn't understand the question, and, you know, so whatever. They, 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 they're not – they haven't done uh, the fifth-year option. They're still deciding. That's the bottom line. Uh, and, you know, let's just listen to it here. A chance to do that that uh, we'd like to. And quite honestly, let's still wait and see where all the, you know, guidelines are for the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there's a new agreement that takes place, too. And then Tack, uh, he's had a surgery, too, and then, uh, yep. you know, not picking up his fifth-year – uh, you know, how does that work for the moving well, forward? I think we're going to get, you know, number one, the best version of him. Uh, he's really putting out in terms of, uh, you know, getting strong to have a, a second shoulder surgery. You know, that's a big deal. And mm-hmm. so you want to make sure you're going to hit every marker, you know, just as strongly as you can. And, and he'll do that. And so he is off to a great start and hitting every 
marker that he can at the best spot. So he's doing great. Are you guys close to a decision on picking up his fifth year option or not for Pat? Yes. So you are going to? No. No, you're not going to. Correct. Okay. And that seems to be a trend. It seems like more people are kind of not using that. Yeah, you know what? It, it is more of that. You're right on the statistical numbers of that. Um, that that happened uh, more. And I don't know what the whole league numbers are on that, but um, I think that'll also be something in the next, you know, agreement. You know, that will be something to deal with as well. So we'll see where that goes. Coach, ready? All right, here we go. This is the deal. They're not picking up his fifth-year option. That makes sense. You can't pick it up. He ain't done anything. So, hey, Tack, come back. Play your best, Tack, and we'll revisit this. Uh, but right now, they're not. They're they're up against a cap. They're trying to get, you know, the basics done. They're hoping the CBA thing gets done. They don't really need to hear about Tack and his uh, fifth-year option right now. So, I don't pick it up. You let him come back and play and prove it. Hey, he gets off to a great start. Then go ahead and say, hey, we're going to pick it up, Tack. But uh, until then, until he does something, show his worthiness as a first-round pick and uh, 26 overall, um, don't, don't, they made that mistake already. Don't repeat the same mistake. You made that mistake with Vic Beasley when you picked that up. So don't do it again. Don't, don't do it again. So let's wrap it up. It's been a wild day here in Indianapolis. Uh, Hooper's gone. Campbell's gone. White Swicer's gone um, to free agency. They think they're coming back. I never seen it happen. It, it doesn't really happen like that. But, you know, dream on. And uh, uh, maybe, you know, because of the extenuating circumstances, the late returnees, the CBA, uh, and so forth, maybe they can talk them into uh, you know at least hearing what their best offer is before they take something new. But in the meantime, we're just going to tell them goodbye here. Take care, Austin Hooper. Uh, we watched you grow up. You know, we saw, uh, you know, the immature kid who had to go talk to his mom. Didn't want to address the pass he dropped against Miami late in the game as a rookie. To the guy who was talking smack to us at the end when he was going to the Pro Bowl as an alternate. So, good luck to you. Don't think it's going to be here. But wherever it is, good luck. Austin Hooper is a goner. Signing off from the 182nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet... You can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com.